Dan Dick out here for Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Monday, July 25th, the second evaluation period for college basketball coaches is now over. And what does that mean? Well, we've talked about it on a couple different uh, episodes of the recruitment evaluation periods in the month of June, where they are high school based, and then the month of July, where there were two evaluation periods where they were AAU or club team based. Uh, and typically in the month of July, that first one, uh, there's some priority recruits that a school will make sure that they watch. And they're also trying to see a number of different uh, club teams, uh, essentially ones maybe that they have regional affiliation with, maybe they have a, a, a relationship or, or a network of uh, having worked with that club before and trusting the, the club director and coaches uh, when they, they recommend a college staff looking at a particular player. Uh, and many times they just happen to be in a gym watching multiple games and looking over and a player catches uh, a coach's eye and you take a closer look and the more you look uh, it fits what your program may be looking for either in a year or in a in a couple of years coming up so that's typically that first evaluation period the second evaluation period there's some of the same but a lot of times what you'll see is you'll see staffs kind of really zero in on players and so if there was in that first evaluation period, someone that really caught their eye, um, you kind of start doing some of that background uh, digging on what kind of student they are, what kind of person they are, maybe what, what they want out of a college experience, whether it's a small school, whether it's a big school, whether it's uh, they want a chance to play right away. Um, or whether it's a chance they just want to be a part of a great program, have a chance to get to the NCAA tournament, because there's a lot, so many factors that go into looking at a, a prospective recruit and then a recruit looking at a school and a fit uh, that need to be looked at. And I don't think it's looked at enough, and I don't think it's looked at well enough, which is one reason you're coming up with uh, the other thing that I want to touch on at the end of this uh, episode today is the, the transfer news. Um, but staying with that second evaluation period, um, if there's a guy that really caught the eye of a staff or in particular a coach, uh, they will be at pretty much every game in that second evaluation period. They will be front and center. Um, they'll try to get positioned where, uh, you know, the recruit can easily see them. The parent can easily see them. Uh, other coaches can easily see them. Um, and it becomes a lot of effort. It becomes a lot of work from those coaches um, to kind of bounce around and, and, and be in as many places as possible, but um, really kind of organize and schedule out to be in front of your priority recruits um, as well. So, And with that kind of prioritizing your schedule to see your priority recruits, it becomes really uh, kind of a juggling game um, and it's it's kind of fun and interesting when you talk to college coaches how they base their schedule uh, to evaluate uh, I was just coaching a 16u group in Las Vegas the last um, four days and as a compared to the group when we played in Irvine in one facility where there were 16 courts uh, it was easy to see what coaches were there the coaches could watch from a couple courts away 
to not kind of maybe share to some of their rival schools or the recruits themselves who they were there to watch. Um, but in Las Vegas, you know, um, because the gyms were so spread out, uh, if a school came and made it a point to watch you, that was, that was pretty, pretty, uh, th that means they really wanted to take a closer look. And as a 16 U group, we had probably 25, 30 coaches at some point watching us over the week. So that was pretty good. But, um, when you're talking the highest level schools, like a Gonzaga, like a Duke, a Carolina, Kansas, I mean, they're focused on very few, uh, you know, maybe 10 to 15. And of those probably six are really, really following closely, tracking closely, either have offered or very close to offering. Um, and then when you finish up and wrap up the second evaluation period, um, you kind of go into a, a little bit of a period where um, some schools run an elite camp where they invite some of their, you know, maybe secondary prospective recruits to come on campus where they can see them more up close and in person, get to know them, their families, see them in games and drill work on campus, give them a, a tour of the campus, uh, just share a little bit more about the university if it seems like there may be a good fit. Um, for guys that are maybe that next level of interest, you're going to have what's called an unofficial visit uh, where the family pays their way. It's usually a two hour or so visit to campus where you get a tour of the facilities, get a tour of the school, just get to know each other a little bit more. And then if it progresses past there where you're either getting an offer or um, you're getting an offer for an official visit, uh, an official visit would be school pays for everything. Um, family, I believe it's two parents and, and the recruit come to campus, spend, you have up to 48 hours once you get there um, <clears throat> to be around the program, be around the school. Usually the coaches, coaches staff will have a, a, a team meal, get together. Um, they'll do a lot of tours of the university, maybe set some meetings up with prospective professors or heads of department for different interests that that student athlete may have and just really get to know the player and the family. And some schools won't offer until after an official visit. Some schools will offer and then try to get a player on an official visit. Everybody's got their own uh, different uh, path on what they like to do as a staff. But, you know, throughout the whole recruiting process and evaluating process, um, there's so much information going back and forth. And there's so much uh, to look at with a critical eye, both as a coaching staff, as well as, as a prospective recruit and their family. Um, and I don't think it always gets sifted through great because the last thing I wanted to touch on was the NCAA announcing they're looking at waiving uh, transfer um, the one-time transfer waiver rule and now making it where you could transfer as much as possible. Uh, I think this is uh, ridiculous. I think it, it's absolutely crushing or will crush college sports uh, and their student athletes getting a, a degree even more. Um, and I say this with, with a grain of salt because I did transfer, but 20 some years ago when I transferred, that was not the norm. Uh, there was very few transfers then. Now you look at guys that are on their third or fourth school in their fourth year um, I, I think you're going to see guys really lose out and miss out on opportunities to finish their education because when you transfer schools, all your credits don't always apply to the next school. Um, you're going to get behind. Uh, you're always searching for the what if. And I think it's really hurting players and kids as they move into the next phase of life that if things get tough, if it's not exactly the way they want, they're just going to pack up and leave. And I don't think that's good. Um, it, college basketball 
has become a big business, but at the same time, it's not professional sports. And so I think the NCAA is making a big mistake if they uh, push this through and allow uh, transfers to happen on more than one occasion for a student athlete. I think it should be if your coach leaves, you've got a free pass to leave. I think if you transfer because it wasn't a good fit and you don't like it, I think you got to sit out a year. I do think if you graduate early, I think you can earn that free transfer for your last season, that grand transfer. But there's so many different loopholes out there um, that uh, I think just need to get cleaned up. But that's preaching to the choir. I don't think the NCAA is really going to fix anything. So um, appreciate you listening, joining. Well, we'll be back later this week with a mailbag episode of the ISO. Um, we're working on lots of different things coming up on Gonzaga Nation SI. Uh, we will start previewing the season as we get a little bit closer to the start of school. We're moving towards the end of July. Hard to believe, but towards the end of August, we're going to start hitting it with uh, quite a bit of preseason outlooks individually, as well as team and WCC. So thanks for listening. Take care. Have a great day.